0: noble dairy queen's new summer blizzard menu is back and it is stacked dive right into the summer celebration with their new peanut butter cookie dough party blizzard you can sink your red spoon into their world famous dq soft serve filled with delicious chunks of chocolate chip cookie dough swirls of creamy peanut butter topping and peanut brittle crunch with sprinkles If the peanut buttery flavor isn't your jam, their fresh take on cobbler a la mode certainly will. Say hello to the Picnic Peach Cobbler Blizzard. You can also let your taste buds crumble with the ultimate cookie blizzard that features Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and Nutter Butter pieces. Dairy Queen knows everyone loves a good comeback, and fan-favorite blizzard flavors Frosted Animal Cookie, Brownie Batter, and Cotton Candy have made their triumphant return. Summer Blizzard flavors are now available at your Noble Dairy Queen stores with locations in Kankakee, Bourbonnais, Moments, and Mantino. Happy tastes good! With the shortage of mental health professionals in Kankakee County, along with your super busy schedule... You might be having a hard time finding the mental health care that you or your family needs. And that's why True Heights Treatment has made it easier for you by offering video and phone sessions in addition to their in-person counseling services. True Heights Treatment was founded by Olivet Nazarene University alumnus George Brassey and strives to provide a safe and comfortable environment for all ages and all walks of life. Request an in-person, online, or phone appointment now at trueheightstx.com. That's (laughs) trueheightstx.com.
1: Taco John's Boulder Breakfast Menu is coming for the drive-thru breakfast belt. And with our heavy-hitting meat and potato breakfast burritos and knockout Mexican donut bites, those other drive throughs might as well throw in the towel. The Boulder Breakfast Menu, only at Taco John's. Craving a little mealtime vacation today? Let Taco John's 3-for-6 Mango Shrimp Street Tacos whisk you away to a faraway land of tropical flavor. Experience the wild thrills of crispy shrimp tango with freshly made mango salsa and chimmy churn things up with exotic chimichurri sour cream all from the front seat of your car three for six dollar mango shrimp street tacos summertime only at taco john's bigger bolder better Download our app, earn free food. If money talked, it would say
2: Taco John's
0: Valuist Menu means bold bites to keep you and your wallet full. Premium ingredients like hand cut sirloin steak, crispy fried chicken, and fresh pico starting at one, two, or three bucks. Sounds like a
1: delicious deal. The Valuist Menu at Taco John's.
2: Thankful for the story stories. Time we won't give back. I know these rivers carry.
0: Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and today we are joined by a husband and wife whose nonprofit organization was just named the Kankakee County Chamber of Commerce's Non For Profit of the Year Award for 2021. Their organization is called Still I Rise, which is a dynamic and innovative uh, leadership development nonprofit that empowers youth and young adults to create a positive change in society. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know... That Kankakee podcast is all about positive change, obviously, especially in Kankakee County. So please let's uh, welcome Aaron and Takara Robinson to the show. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. It's so it, it, it's great to uh, see you face to face. Aaron and I have been talking for like the last couple weeks or a month. I forget oh. how time just goes by so quickly anymore that I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, I I was it was so great to actually link up with you on LinkedIn and you're like hey uh you know can okay. we Be, uh, how does someone become a guest on Kankakee podcast? And it's so funny because I had Still I Rise on my list for, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, people to talk to in 2022. So, yes, yes. here we are. Thank you. (laughs) You Thank you. There's so many things to talk about, and not just with Still I Rise. Obviously, it's a big part of what both of you do. But even aside from that, you, um, run your own publishing company too, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Yes,
1: absolutely. So
0: um, we can get into that as well. But how did you two meet? Are you are you both from the area or do you come from elsewhere? I want to
3: know. Yeah. I'm from the area but actually from uh Pembroke, or Hawkins Park. Okay. Okay. So we met years years ago. Funny story. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love funny stories. Let's <laughs> let's, let's hear. It. We just got done with Valentine's Day, so we uh you know, we got to hear this story. I want to share?
1: Um so we met actually at KCC when I was pursuing my associates and so was he and um I was about 17 years old and so we worked at the library together the okay. KCC library The KCC mm-hmm. oh, yeah sorry. and
3: don't say my age <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead.
1: so then he kind of um you know we were friends or whatever, and then Mm. he kind of approached approached me or whatever, and then like years later, we circle back around. He finished his bachelor's at Columbia College, and we circle back around again, and yeah, the rest is kind of
3: history. And and, and I didn't see you in years. I just happened to... uh, I was just having a business went to the post office. I was like, hey, that shit go again. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's almost like
0: you you start bumping into each other continually after a while, and you're just like huh it just makes you think like maybe there's more to this than, right? <laughs> than meets the eye so it was just like after that so many times you're just like okay let's mm-hmm. let's get serious or um,
3: you know let's I, go
1: out go ahead go ahead here i mean
0: i
3: didn't have i didn't have anyone in my life at the time so uh-huh. i'm Neither out here <laughs> uh i'm out here trying to be serious about things like hey i just got a college i need to make a life of myself and yeah I seen her. I was like, "Hey, like, I remember when we used to work together. Uh, can I have your number?" <laughs>
2: that's exactly what he did, too, Jake. <laughs>
3: oh, that's well. You
0: know, I mean, I don't know how the dynamics of the the library worked at at KCC at that time, but you know, sometimes mm. dating uh, an a fellow coworker is frowned upon, you know. Yeah. I I don't know if it is as much, much as it used to be. I feel like it's becoming more acceptable, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know. There's there's that rule like don't date your coworker. Yeah. Cuz if it ends yeah. like <laughs> it Doesn't always end that way though. I know there's a um there's a, a couple that came from the radio station i work for mm. they were coworkers at the radio station and now it's like i think they just celebrated 25 years or 30 years together mm-hmm. you know as a married couple so i mean <laughs> it's not always bad now so you're originally born and raised in in hopkins park in pembroke um, actually or?
3: born uh chicago but uh Mainly raised in uh, Pembroke, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: So, what yeah. part of Chicago and and what brought Ooh. what brought your family to?
3: Did you spend a lot of? Time in Chicago, or were you just a baby? I, I was a baby, but definitely I spent a whole lot of time in Chicago, so our family's from the West side of Chicago, so I'm grateful that my mother and father brought us out to Hawkins Park because they were trying to escape the violence and things and such that was such in the neighborhood. so Hawkins Park was a great place for me to live through poverty. You know, so we had family, so everything was great. You know, besides the obstacles and challenges and things and such. So I'm grateful for that instead of living in Chicago, the white Side. So, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so you're a White Sox fan?
0: Uh, Is that what you said? I, I'm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> Or you kind of teeter between the two with the socks. And no coming on that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't want to get hurt okay. after the interview. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, people are tuning, off, <laughs> tuning this podcast off right now as as, uh, as we're speaking. So, how old were you when you came from? What do you remember about? Chicago. I, I or was a very, very young. I mean, like infant. You were like an infant, or you I, were a couple I years been about old, or three, four
3: years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, around that time, but we had a, a, a lot of stories. Well, not a lot of stories. Uh, during the summers and a lot of times of the weekends, we did end up going back to Chicago because I have a lot of family there. So my mother always uh, take us there. You know. Sure. You know. So yeah. So what do you remember?
0: Your parents telling you as you got older about life in Chicago for them. I mean, I know you just referenced well, violence, but yeah. I'm just curious if any stories come to mind that they shared with you when mm. you were
3: older to understand. Just living when they lived on Florida and Chicago. Uh, I heard just it's just the same old stories that you're here now, but it's not it's not as detrimental you know you had your shootings and things like that i have two older brothers so they've been through a lot of things far as when they was coming up in chicago so they was gratefully and happy to leave the city you know and i didn't experience a lot of that part but i always felt like i was connected to chicago so i was always infatuated by it in a lot of ways uh when we used to go up there on the weekends through the summers uh I I went back to the west side during my days at Columbia College, Chicago. Uh, Did I like all the days there? No, but I needed a place to live, you know what I'm saying, to get back and forth to school. You probably had friends or family there. Yeah, I did. did. It it, it wasn't a great, great experience with a lot of things in the environment. Growing home was great, but outside of that, no. Yeah. You know, but I did what I needed to do to finish college. Well, who would want to do
0: that commute? I mean— Going from the Hopkins part, or even if you weren't in Hopkins, if you were yeah. anywhere in Kankakee County, it's just not a fun no commute. It
3: is not. She can tell you a wow, lot about yeah. it. Did
0: you go to Columbia as well?
1: No, I did not. But I commuted when I was pursuing my master's degree in public administration at Roosevelt University. I commuted okay. those two years from Kankakee.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not fun. No, not at all. Not at all. How did I do it? (laughs) Yeah. I still, I still ask people that I know commute all the time. I'm like, how do you do it? I just, I just don't know if I could ever handle, (laughs) ever handle that. How did your parents ended up, how did they end up choosing Hopkins Park, Pembroke? Did Um, they, did you have family that was here or was it friends or did they just, Happen to look at the map and they're like, hey, (laughs) this this sounds
3: promising. Uh, A lot of my uh, parents there, they from the south, you know, like uh, Memphis and uh, my mother, like, you know, they from Little Rock and things like that. So they moved to Chicago for a better opportunity. So – Then Hawkins Park, you know, so Hawkins Park, when when they went out there, my uh, mother already had like siblings that was already moving out there. So that reminded them of the country where they grew up at. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so they was looking forward to uh, that environment. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm grateful that they did.
0: So Takara, where where do you come from? Did you say you were from the county? Uh, too? I'm a okay.
1: Kankakee native. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: okay. So, grew up in the city then? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What part of the the city?
1: Um, as a youth, north side and then um migrated to the south side. Okay. So, River, not too River far. Beaver.
0: So, not too far from where we're at actually now cuz like I'm on that that border of mm-hmm. Bradley and and Kankakee. So, not too far from the north side as we speak. <laughs> so, you you go to Columbia? Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Aaron. And what did you end up graduating with? A bachelor of Fan Arts in Graphic Design or Graphic Communication as you'd call it. So it's a fan arts and uh yeah, arts degree. hmm So yeah. Yeah,
0: and then Takara, you mentioned you have a master's in administration, business, and, in and
1: public ed- administration. Okay, yes, and currently pursuing my doctorate degree.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. for next, organizational ne- leadership. Next time we're going to be back. It'll be Doctor Robinson, or or, doc- <laughs> or you go by Eldridge too, right? Eldridge, mad-
1: Robinson. Eldridge
0: Robinson. Eldridge mm-hmm. Robinson is Eldridge your your maiden, yes, or yeah, your maiden name. I would mm-hmm. assume. Okay, very cool. How did "Still I Rise"? How did that get created? What is "Still I Rise" all about?
1: Uh, so back in 2014, um, we realized that there was a void in the community as far as for the youth and young adults. Um, so we just basically said um, we seen the violence, were you know was increasing and everything. So we just said, "Oh, something has to be done." So that's when "Still I Rise" was created. Yeah. So we basically oh. inspire, educate and empower youth and young adults, you know, to become self-sufficient and make positive changes in society.
0: Did you g- kind of always have the idea of doing an, a non-for-profit like Still I Rise in the back of your head, like when you were younger, going through your college days or even even yeah, even before that? Because I, I don't know, what was your experience growing up here in, in Kankakee County?
1: Uh, well, for myself, not so much. Um, Aaron, you can elaborate on your... Did, uh, far
3: as, like... Part, having... I, you know, I, I always was, like, a uh, businessman. I always wanted to uh, take on endeavors and create. I'm a creator because I'm, I'm actually, like, an artist. Uh, I'm a visual fan of I paint. I can draw, all that stuff. But I don't use this as much as I do now because I don't really have the time to sit there... Sure. ...and paint a picture <laughs> or draw. But... um. I always wanted a non-profit where i can uh uh give back as far as the arts and uh uh just things under that umbrella you know uh i had our idea like art nation because you can do anything in like a nation but the whole concept is the art and everything that formulates under there i want to always do something like that uh I probably should have said that somebody raised. Hey, I got this idea. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> but okay. there was, was an idea that I had for almost like 15 years. So when we came together and thought of the still Our Rise, I was like, this is great because we have some programs with arts and culture. Right. Uh, we did some talent events and things and such. I was able to display some of my artwork and uh, so forth. Um, mm-hmm. So and, yeah,
1: and to piggyback off programs outside of the arts, arts and culture program, we have health and wellness, financial literacy, uh, you know, youth entrepreneur. So, yeah, and we're looking to expand and expand on our programs as
0: well. Uh-huh. I know, uh, yeah, recently you had the events creating care packages for. To keep people warm oh, yeah. in oh, the yes. in the winter, oh. and I know that wasn't the the very first time you'd done that. You do you've been doing that probably uh, at least is it a couple times a year where you do that? Well, more than a couple, more but yeah, okay. I wasn't sure how yes. many times oh. a year. It, you know, was it was uh, putting those packages together? that had boots and blankets, and oh. then mm. there was uh, yes. there was a meal from it was five star wings. Yes. I think yes. right yes. that sounded incredible. Yeah. But was it a good turnout? What oh, was, it the? was it was,
1: it was a great turnout. We did a couple of those. And funny you mention it, we have one coming up on Saturday, um, the 26, February 26th. 26. Uh-huh. So we'll be reaching out to the homeless again, um, giving hats, gloves, scarves, blankets, things, that, you know, similar to the last event. Hmm. And then this time we'll have a hot meal to go meal that will be catered by Eric's Edibles. Okay. And so, yeah, so it'll be lasagna, garlic bread, um, peach cobbler oh, and man. salad.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. they, you know, they they obviously deserve that <laughs> to serve yeah. a good meal. I mean, mm-hmm. how often yeah. how often do they get a good meal? Like yes. that, you know? Yeah. So yeah.
3: that's that's great. that, And, and it's uh, something that's like dear to our heart because everyone. uh Almost one step away from being homeless if they miss a paycheck. Unfortunate situations happen in their life, but we, a lot of us don't think of it like that. So when we out, uh, giving to the homeless on the street, it's definitely a gratification, but it's us. It's our heart. You know, we're not looking for a reward or anything like that. We just know that it's needed and something that we should do because we really is connected to the community and want to make a difference. So what are some of the, the
0: big, like goal projects that are currently in the works for Still I Rise?
1: Um, we look to develop a youth development and violence prevention program. So that's one of the biggest ones that's on the
0: radar at the moment. And your experience you're trying to get closer to the youth and gain their trust and help them along, try to steer them away from violence. What I mean what are what's the answer or what are some of the answers you think in your opinion to steer them away from the violent uh the violence we've been seeing, especially and this is just not uh the kankakee area. It's all over mm. the country right now. And it seems like that especially happens during trying times like we're living in now with the pandemic, trying to get out of the pandemic, you know. I feel like similar things uh kind of happened. When the housing market crash, mm-hmm. uh, when Obama was in office, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like that was another period of time where uh, uh, people were struggling financially. Mm-hmm. And so that always seems to lend itself for crime rates mm-hmm. to go up. So, yeah, what are, in your opinion, what what are some ways to
3: help kids stay away from that? Uh, in my opinion, they want to see someone that could connect to them you know, uh, we just had a conversation about that because a guy was asking me, Hey, wear your suit. Why you ain't wear your suit? Suits. I'm like, I wear the suits. You know, when I started off with the magazine, Custom Magazine, I was wearing suits and out in the public. But, yeah, I. I really truly believe the youth have to connect with you. They want to see someone like them almost, you know? So if you're wearing a suit, (laughs) you're not, you're not very approachable. Yeah. Right.
0: Unless, you know, unless you're like, see, like me, I loved, I I was like 10 years old and wearing Mm -hmm. suits and ties and I loved it. But like, that's like, one kid out of every 20 or whatever, you know, like that there's very few of, yes. of kids uh, that are like that. So yeah, yeah you got to yeah. address How do you find ways to kind of get down
3: to their level? Like the school district, we, uh, we are with the school district and I also go in and, uh, helping classes and things and such. And some of the kids would be like, Hey, Mr. Robinson, I, I, I like the shoes. I like the, th- <laughs> I like this. I like that. Can I touch your, you know, the, uh, necklace? I'm like, yeah, this, uh, I tell them what it's about and they feel connected. So uh, aren't they trust? And when they have like issues or problems, they could come to me and talk to me about that, you know, so that, uh lessen their situations of getting in trouble or maybe going home like at the end of the day sometimes they're like hey can I shoot around I want to play basketball because at home I don't have a basketball rim or my ball may be busted or something like that I said come on let's do this before you go home <laughs> you know let's have some fun so I play around with them and things as such and even with our programs we just connect with them uh, I want to use the phrase uh, down to earth you know we're not above them or we just want to see eye to eye, like, hey, we're real people too. And, you know, one day you're going to grow up and be grown, and we want you to have some of the attributes, like, hey, I, you know, I belong to this society or community. So, you know, those were just some thoughts. Yeah. yeah. How about for you, Takara?
1: Um, So I've always been a fan of, um, to piggyback off of what Aaron said, just looking up to a person that kind of looks like you, because like he said in school, I go in and volunteer, and um, they're always like, "Oh, I love your hair, Miss Robins, Miss Robinson," or you know, whatever. So, and then some of them will come and they will share things, information like from home or whatever, with me, and I'm able to give them pointers and you know, positive messages.
0: What are some of the the misconceptions you feel like that filter throughout? our community right now that just aren't so when it comes to the violence or when it comes to the kids or anything that you're involved in? I mean, obviously there, there's kind of several facets, you know, cause you all, we also mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, helping uh, provide supplies, uh, things of need and, and food for oh. the homeless or people who are about to be homeless. What are the misconceptions you think that need to be looked at from a different angle? Children are naturally drawn to art and the creative process. For them, it can be a form of expression as they explore the materials, gain confidence, and feel a sense of competency as they create something based on their own ideas and efforts. That's why Little Me Studio in Burbank created the Big Kids Art Lab for ages 5 to 12. Little Me Studio crafted this safe space for your big kid to slow down, be in the moment, and be comfortable making messes while trying something new. Big Kids Art Lab meets every Thursday from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. at Little Me Studio across the street from Olivet Nazarene University in Burbank. Studies indicate that art making has so many positive effects for the brain, body, mind, and heart. Enroll in one class at LittleMeStudio.com or sign up for the entire session and save. LittleMeStudio.com to sign up for Big Kids Art Lab. Make sure you follow Little Me Studio on Facebook and Instagram.
1: I feel like some misconceptions um as far as like with some of our community leaders, some individuals are not very open-minded, and so they kind of just put somebody in a box and they just feel mm-hmm. like this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I you know what I'm saying, So they don't give that particular politician or whatever a chance. They just kind of already have summed them up, and to me, that's not fair, and I feel like that's a a big change that needs to happen in
0: in the area. I definitely don't want you to give names or like a – I mean, you can (laughs) – can you like give an example without pointing out any names or organizations in particular? I mean, (laughs) because I'm I'm not, I'm like, I'm not here to create any controversy. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just curious. I I guess I just want an example without, you know, you, I'm not saying, hey, I need you to come out and talk crap about this person or anything. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just curious as to, I guess, to be like more
3: direct with like what these misconceptions are. Me being a Kankakee, kid, you know, I, I was raised here. But when I started to come up here, I started to see different things. What people was telling me, so a lot of stuff people tell you is kind of the same thing what they probably was taught. But uh, as an areas get different areas a chance, you know, don't be uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Don't Stereo- don't be don't stereotype Stereo- because everybody on this side of the town is not everybody on this side of the town. If you know what I mean. Yes. Like if it. it or it may be some other people on the side of the town. You know, some people come from poverty. It, it may be some uh, racial issues or this that. But that's not everyone. Give people a chance. You know, stop this. Stop the oh thought. Let's, let's, let's be more open-minded. Let's, let's go out here and try You know, let's try it. Why, why can I not go on this side of town if I feel like they did so that I want to go over there? You know, it's, it's probably for me to go over there and break the stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, if people say I'm not welcome here. I'm going to go over there because I feel like I can mingle and conversate with anyone. So why should I not be able to go over here and show my presence? So I think that's what we, I think those are some of the, Misconceptions and things as such, and I could go. I could. It, it, it could. It could go into a lot of things. You know, we we were just on the. Uh, it was a board meeting that we was at. You know, we on the board. Oh, uh, tonight, and, uh, right? The meeting uh, you're at tonight. It, it, it was meeting. several days ago. Oh, okay. And for example, I'm gonna put it out there. Like people say, Pioneer Park is for the black people. Go to Pioneer Park. Okay, we we know they may go there, but. Let's show some other nationalities to go there. Let's break this stereotype. You know, let's not just label with that. Let, let everyone come nationalities and break the stereotype. Let's make a change. Cause it's going to continue to be like this the next hundred years. If we do not stand up and come out and show our faces and, and even our children is going to grow up like, Hey, this, They're going to feel like this park belongs to one group of people. It doesn't, you know, so I'm just giving an example, like, you know, some things that came up when we were speaking. So it's funny how groups
0: of people, they have the same fears. Like you have a fear of going to a park that is primarily maybe of a white race or whatever. And then. It's the other way around too, (laughs) you know, like the, the white race and other races might be afraid to go to a certain park because of the, the African American or Hispanic or whatever it is population. You sit down and you think about it and it's like you're both afraid of the
3: same it's almost the same
0: You're both afraid of each other, so it's like And then it's like but you know, we yeah. need to, you know Let's and, get out
3: and talk about it. Let's 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 break that barrier. Let's yes. cross that so we can show that example to the youth and everyone that's coming up behind us so they not coming up and like, Hey, my mother said this park with this or my grandma said this or you know, let's change that.
0: Yeah. Um, and you know I, I just in the um, it hasn't been quite a year since doing this podcast and there are more and more people are coming out of the the woodworks and turning out to be from Hopkins Park in Pembroke and they're uh-huh. doing great things like yes. such as yourself, you know, I'm uh-huh. discovering more and more there's great people coming out of uh-huh. an area that doesn't get enough recognition uh-huh. but should because there's these great, like-minded people like yourself mm-hmm. that are coming out of there and doing these yeah, great things. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's really great to see from a different limelight, you yeah, know? Yeah.
3: And I feel like I have to be the beacon of light or I have to make that change for this, this, this concept, you know, whatever people put on a area. I'm like, no, we, we could, we better than that. We could mm-hmm. do different. Uh, I hate this one guy. He was shocked cause he was down in the area just so bad I was like hey I'm from Hawkins Park like ah oh, really like yeah I am I'm not ashamed to say it you know any interview or anyone I talk to I'm grateful I'm I'm happy to say I'm from Hawkins Park it's no shame I don't care if I grew up in poverty uh it was a lot of situations we had when we was growing up but I hey I'm here you know I'm here to talk about it everybody don't get the opportunity and I'm here to advocate for change and like It could be betterment, you know, if you put forth the effort and if you want to do better for yourself. Mm -hmm. Why not? What are some direct
0: examples of wanting to things you're wanting to make changes in or make make things better with, you know, Still I Rise? Some other, you know, I know you talked about the that program earlier. That's like your ultimate goal. What are all the facets involved in that?
1: So um, to get the ball rolling, we'll be, of course, hiring staff, you know, to run the program and everything, um, program director, coordinator, you know, um, assistant, et cetera. Um, so and then basically we're just looking to make a difference in youth mm-hmm. lives and lessen the violence and just the the negative um, activities that youth, you know,
3: yeah, partake the, in these days. Or the negative stigmas and things and so forth. Mm-hmm. And and letting them know no matter what type of home you come from, you still could be great. You still, if you want to, be a business-savvy uh, individual. You could go to this college. You can do that. You know, no limitations. You know, the sky's a limit if it makes sense, you know, so... Just go for your goal and, and believe in your existence and your purpose, you know.
0: Are there any um, young people that you've worked with since starting the organization that really started out in a bad situation and now they're doing much better? Is there any examples of that that you can think of?
1: Probably yeah. plenty of, yeah, yeah I yeah. was going to say. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the youth, they will come up and thank us for, you know, our programs, and it's like, oh my gosh, if, if your program didn't exist, I don't know where I'd be today, or things like that, so, and that's very, very gratifying.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's yeah. There's nothing like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's an, an average day? For both of you, because I mean, (laughs) outside—I mean, outside of Still Our Rise, like, what is your your full time? I know we—I mentioned the the publishing company. Is that your
3: is your full time gig, or what? Say that's that's one of them, but it's 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 a balance right. you know we do a balance uh
0: because you have con- consciousness right yeah magazine. Conscious magazine. let's talk about that so mm-hmm. how did consciousness magazine start is that what you both work on then outside of still i rise
1: we do however he started before prior to mm-hmm.
3: yeah, okay prior to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah it was established back in 2004 so that's like one of my main, you know, I say babies right there. Yeah. So we still building, uh we reached a lot of levels, changed a lot of lives with the publication, inspired a lot of people, and we just continue to move forth and and, and empower, you know, through the publication. So it's been a grateful experience and it still is to this day. So what's the, the whole premise of the the magazine uh basically to make a difference in society uh it's an entertainment inspirational publication and we have intriguing content uh interviewed uh celebrities and significant individuals with testimonies and stories and so forth uh that's uh heartfelt and bring awareness to some of the things uh they may not say well, uh, certain media. So you know, just just giving them the opportunity to have the floor and speak. And I
0: know um, you just had uh, the Fifth Dimension lead singer. You had uh, Florence Larue. Oh yeah, or is it Laroe? It's Larue, isn't it? Yes, La- LaRue. Larue. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean that's so awesome. That's mm-hmm. so, and Sister Sledge
3: too, right? Oh yes, yes. I mean, yeah.
0: what have been like your favorite people to talk? talk to or, or learn wow. from what was something interesting you I mean it I'm just I'm seeing these names I'm sure there are several other mm-hmm. names besides especially since you've been doing the mm-hmm. consciousness magazine since
3: 2004 Isaiah Thomas NBA legend uh hall of famer uh I actually met him through the publication many many years ago and what what I love about Isaiah he's He's like a real individual. You could come up to him. You could talk to him. You could touch him. He's like, he's real. You know, no bodyguards, any of that stuff. And we, we from the same area, basically, west side of Chicago. And every year he gives back to his community. And he's just a, a heartfelt, you know, individual. He's, he's, he, I could go all day about it, but you you know what I'm saying? Individuals like that or Booker T of the WWE became one of my friends. And like he say, hey, I'm just a regular dude out here. I work too. And just because his work situation may be different for yours, but he's still going to work. He said, I'll put on my pants the same way the other individual. that don't make me (laughs) different, you know? So individuals like that, they still, they may have, uh, a celebrity or they may be famous but they still real individuals and that's what i love about some of the indiv- and the people that uh we interview, and some of the people that became my friends over the years so is consciousness magazine
0: is it still a print magazine yes. or is it just completely digital now i know a lot of mm-hmm. publications with this day and age they yeah. ha- have both or one or the other, you
3: know. Yeah, yeah. We mainly print on demand, but we definitely, we stay at digital. Uh, if you go to www.consciousmagazine or just put in uh, Conscious Magazine and Google, it come up on a whole lot of uh, online stores and so forth. So you can order it uh, and get a print issue or you could get a download issue of digital. So,
0: okay, great. Yeah. When you posted the, uh, the cover. Uh, about Sister Sledge and then you know F- Fifth Dimension and everything. Oh, yeah. It just it made me want to read it too. So oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I mean both legendary you mm-hmm. know music groups and music- musicians and everything. Absolutely. Okay. So while Aaron's working on Consciousness Magazine, what are you working on, Takara?
1: I'm working on Consciousness Magazine as well. Okay. So, so Yeah. So I, so I interview
0: also. <laughs> you interview also. Okay. So who are, who have been some of your favorite <laughs> interviews? Uh, well, or people to talk to.
1: I could say NDRE was one of the most heartwarming and heartfelt ones um interviews that I did. Um so um she just basically she was just a real I mean like the I could send her like an auntie or something. Uh-huh. Just was real and she just made me know that like um It's okay to be you and to look how you look. I can have my hair like I have it. I don't have to look like the next person to make it in the industry. So she basically, yeah, she
0: was awesome. It's interesting. (laughs) Like, you know, you could walk around and think, oh, gosh, I hate my hair. But then you're going to get like 10 or 20 people in one day. That'll walk by you and say, oh my gosh, Takara, I love your hair. I, I, I wish I had that hair.
1: And Aaron, you know? I get that all the time, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, and I, it just, it doesn't, like, they could say that about me. They could say that about Aaron cool. be like, man, like, I wish I had Aaron's hair. And Aaron's like, man, I hate my hair. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's just amazing how we... Um, you know, we, we take for granted, I guess, what we do have mm-hmm. or like uh-huh. think and just kind of embracing. Mm -hmm. that you know like i'm trying to you know i've got a receding hairline so i'm somehow trying to figure out how i can embrace that and kind of just be like yeah okay you know that's what i have to work with i'm balding you know that's okay (laughs) but uh you know and maybe someone out there is jealous of that i don't know (laughs) i have i have yet to find someone but maybe there is um but you know it's just funny how we all we have those things, mm-hmm. you know, you, you always oh. want what you don't have. And then when you have it, you yeah. don't want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I was constantly trying to find that, that balance. <laughs> mm, for sure. <laughs> what are some things that, that still I rise needs help with, or are you looking for volunteers or what exactly do you need help with?
1: Um, Still our Rise can always use donations um, because our goal is to help as many as possible. So, of course, the more donations, then the more we're able to reach, you know, so donations and volunteers also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And and if someone wants to become a volunteer or even to donate, where, where do they go? Where do they uh, go to look up? Still I Rise on online?
1: Um, Yes, they can go to our website, www.still-irise.org. And then also they can call 815-414-9614.
0: Okay, awesome. What are some things that you would like to see happen here in the future?
3: Oh, well, I, I think it's moving in a great direction right now. And we just sit back and see how everything develop and just Mm -hmm. enjoy it while we ain't in our existence right now, you know. Uh, Like I tell Takara, we always talk about it. Some people say we may not have this or this, this, this. And my attitude would be like, hey, if we don't have it. You can go make a way and see how you can bring it here. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. my attitude, yeah. you know? But, yeah, exactly. You know, and then we'll have it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I understand people's concerns, thoughts, and things as such. and no way overlooked overlook that. But if we continue to play our roles, uh, uh, have conversation, and create ideals, uh, it could be— it, everything is, I believe, is yeah, one, one day at a time, and. Continue to develop and grow. So,
0: there was now I just remembered Takara. There was one thing I was going to ask you about, and now I just remembered it. So, you have a relationship with Gretchen, or you know Gretchen? Um, and I don't know Gretchen's last name, but she's definitely been a person of interest to have on the podcast because almost everyone knows Gretchen, whether it's just They've seen her in public many times or what? But Gretchen, she uh, she sewed or she crocheted uh, like a blanket for
1: mm-hmm. you guys, right? Yes. So, yeah, that was so touching to us. <laughs> so um, she found us and um, she had handcrafted a blanket for us. And then she had also a goodie bag um, filled with like hygiene items. And she just wanted to bless someone that was homeless with that. So...
0: So what do you know about, do you know anything else about Gretchen? Besides, <laughs> do you know, have you talked with her? I'm, I'm just curious to know more about you know, Gretchen. Just
1: from seeing her around. And of yeah. course, if we're in the same place, you know, I'll speak to her and everything. But sure. no, I don't have a personal relationship with her, however.
0: Oh, okay. Very kind of her to make that blanket and, and donate it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. That, was, that was very yes. sweet. Yes, so, sure was. yes, it was. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. Uh Um, Thank you both, Uh, Aaron and uh, Takara Robinson, for being on. Um, Yeah, look up Still I Rise, look up Consciousness Magazine. Are there any other uh, magazines or or, uh, publishings that you're affiliated with that Uh, you want to give a shout out to?
1: Not publishing, but you can also check out TakaraMusic.com, and that's music with a K.
0: Okay, so you play or you sing, or both?
1: um, It's kind of a mesh, Yeah. A blend of. of okay,
0: so let's talk about that. I didn't even think we. Would, <laughs> here we go. We're we're not done yet. Let's talk about music. What 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 kind of music do you are do you actually write or you just perform other people's songs or? Oh
1: no, it's original music. So it's like a blend of um, um, pop. R&B, rap. Hip-hop. Um, yeah, yeah, hip-hop. So it was like a, a blend.
3: fusion type of music. Takara <laughs> mm-hmm. so. actually did the... Uh the Music Fest. Merchant Street so, music, music Fest. I had, did. I had a
1: 50-minute set last year.
0: I didn't year. know that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. did you get a band together, or did you just have backing tracks? Or It was
1: just myself with my original music, and then, of course, okay. my husband, my sidekick.
0: Okay, so you play mm-hmm. too, Aaron? I'm just a uh, no. sidekick. No, he, no, <laughs> no,
1: he's not just my sidekick. He's been doing this since a youth. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you both play? Um, we just, uh, just vocalists. you You know, so okay. hip-hop. Uh, I'm... I'm more of hip hop uh, producer. I just create music and we write together and yeah. just put out songs and
1: yes. yeah. So oh, i I have a song with his good friend um, Gary Hines of Sounds of Blackness. Yep, and then also um, hip hop legend uh, <laughs> Keith Murray. Also, okay. Mm-hmm. How
0: did how did you get into music? Wow. Oh, it was all, all Aaron. Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> really? All, you weren't super interested in, in it
3: until Aaron came along. Well, we, I was managing some artists uh, uh, probably about eight, seven years ago. What was it long- longer? A little longer than that. Now. Nine, mm-hmm. ten, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> know <laughs> time just flies, doesn't it? <laughs> so we were just playing around, and uh, she said something. I said, "Hey, say that again." And she said it again. I was like. I think we got over there, you know, and from there, you know, we did the artist development and then we started working with professional uh, artists, uh, recording artists and things as such. And from there, it was just history. So, yeah, so she never said anything that time when we was kind of planning. around. So you just kind of
0: reeled her into it, the th- it sounds
1: like. No, well, no, he, the talent would have went. I noticed right. if I had not said those words during that time because right. I didn't know I had it in but,
3: me but she always said it because she always wrote uh, poetry uh, she you played the uh, uh, clarinet, clarinet. Mm-hmm. so that was something that was dear to her heart and I think I poured it out of her again and uh, and it just it just kind of jailed from there mm-hmm. so she was already doing it really before I I kind of discovered it but uh, I seen it. and I was like, "Hey, we, yeah, let's <laughs> make history with this." So, so, do you? Are there any
0: other instruments that you've played? Just clarinet. Like just when,
3: clarinet.
0: Okay. How about you,
3: Aaron? No, no other instruments. I'm, I'm just? not instruments. Okay. All, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just hear sounds, and I could just produce tracks and things uh-huh. and such. So,
0: so where's your headspace usually at when you're when you're writing? What what sparks? something for you or are you a person that uh just says okay i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna work on this for 30 minutes and then see what happens
1: it kind of just comes uh-huh. um you know it kind of just yeah. comes you know. we
3: just kind of vibe off of mm-hmm. each
1: other
3: sure Yeah. feed from each other energy and uh come up with I- ideas and,
0: and concepts. concepts yeah mm-hmm. so are there any like do you perform regularly or is it just kind of like a here and there
1: Anytime kind of we deal. have a good opportunity, we're definitely performing. Mm-hmm. So we you, have we have a few performances already lined up for this
0: year as yeah. well. Do you yeah. just go by your name, or do you have a, a separate name?
1: Oh no, I go by Takara.
0: You just go by Takara. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Well, let me know <laughs> the next time. And are are your tracks available online to listen to mm-hmm. anywhere? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So where can where can I find Takara?
1: On all digital platforms,
0: all of them. So I um, can just type in, like on Spotify, I can type uh, in Tara and you'll be there. Absolutely. Oh man, I'm gonna listen now. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know what I think. Maybe I'll. I'll maybe we'll have to slip in a little uh, sliver <laughs> for people to check out. Um, do you have any uh, CDs or anything like that, or is it just uh, just digital?
1: Digital and the, physical. You we you
0: have both. Have, you do have physical copies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome, well, I'm excited to check that out now. I've got something else to listen to. that's so cool. um, but there's no plans in the f- in and like the um near future as far as shows or any new music or anything like that right now that you're oh, promoting
1: absolutely. we have a uh, well i I won't say, but yeah, we have new music definitely uh, yeah, we that will a couple be re- projects, yeah, uh, that we'll be releasing so working on that, so uh, uh, yeah, yeah,
3: she's gonna yeah have like what about four shows this summer festivals yeah. so i'm booked
1: do? for okay. four yeah, yeah, so. festivals this summer already so.
0: which do you know which can you announce which ones they are
3: yet we gotta wait yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah. all right <laughs> well a lot of them are gonna be local so okay. look, look out for that so mm-hmm. okay yeah that's exciting well, good for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so
0: yeah, type in Takara wherever uh, you know you get your music online, and give that a give that a listen.
1: And that's T O C A R R A.
0: Yes, I'm glad you spelled it because yeah, there's mm-hmm. just like any other name. There's <laughs> many different ways to spell it, right?
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Well, uh, thank you again to both of you. Um, and I, I think that about covers it, right? Yeah, I think
2: Jay, so as well. Yes, yes.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again. If there's anything I can ever do for both of you, you just let me know. I'm okay. happy to support Still I Rise and, uh, you know, help get the word out, you know. Thank you, Jen. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Before we say our goodbyes, I do want to play a song from Takara. I had the chance to uh, go on Spotify and uh, look up Takara's music, and I really liked it, actually. I was really impressed. Uh, The latest single that she released, and it was actually after we, we recorded the episode with her and Aaron, the latest song she released is called Move Like That, and you can find it on Spotify or wherever it is that you stream
3: music. This is all crackers, Records, baby And I'll Dunk Rock I didn't know You can move Move your body like that Then you know You can move Move your body like that Turn around stop your feet You can do it like that Turn around stop your feet You can do it like that Come like on, Go downtown.
1: I'll be on that money out, I'm real loud, my bike is so far get on my runway and I'll pull your butt didn't know you can move, move your body like that, then you know you can move,
3: move your body like that, turn around, stuff your body
0: latest single, Move Like That, here on Kankakee Podcast. I really got stuck in my head, honestly. I heard it the one time, and I couldn't get out of my head after I listened to it. That concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. Thank you so much to Aaron and Takara Robinson of Still I Rise for being guests. I'm Jake Lamore. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with a family, friend, or neighbor that you think might enjoy learning new things about the people and places of Kankakee County. Because the more we share this podcast with new people, the more we're going to grow. Also, a special thank you to our patrons for helping make this episode possible, including Jake Lee, Jesse Arsenal, Dave Barron, Daryl Damper, Samantha Rocknowski, Lake Iverson, Travis Garcia, Jane Bostwick, Don Harrison, Simon Topless, Scott Wright, Carrie O'Connell, Jamie Race, Eric Olson, Jeff and Rosa Carroll, Teague Dreenan, Sandy and Steve Twaite, and Rose Lucky. To become a patron, go to kankakeepodcast.com and click on the Patron tab. Now, if you pledge $5 or more per month, you'll also hear your name announced on an episode of Kankakee Podcast. There's also other rewards like early access to episodes, commercial-free episodes. You can also... uh, become a guest on the podcast or suggest a topic to be discussed on a future episode, Uh, podcast merch, discounts on podcast events, uh, so much more. Uh, Your monthly pledge is truly appreciated. And our goal right now is to reach $400 per month. And this is to help launch our new YouTube series called Kankakee Podcast Out and About, where we actually take you to To the inside of some of the coolest places in Kankakee County so please sign up for the patron program today at kankakeepodcast.com even if it's only $1 per month it helps us reach our goal so thank you so much to the, for that our theme song is by Lupe Carroll I'll talk to you next time